previously on Live at 605. I remember absolutely loving the first season, mm-hmm. second season. Is that yep. when you used to say lines like, I became hip to it? Oh, boy. <laughs> John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Live 605. Amazing. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is season 21, episode 12 of Live at 605. How did that even happen? This is officially the season finale of Live at 605. And to me, it flew by pretty quickly. What about you? Yes, it definitely picked up after like the first three. And Mm. then it just became a blur. Yeah, we started this in January. It's now mid-April, just about, which is crazy. So I think. Jeez, Louise. What would you? What do? What do you? What are your feelings on this season? Do you think we had some good stories, some good episodes? What are your thoughts? I think so. I I definitely think it picked up. I I like to think it was as topical as it gets in terms of like Ontario opening, us getting our booster. You know, starting. all three of our shots we talked about. Oh, yeah. Like, well, yeah, I guess to your point, we had a whole year of yeah. stories to catch up on. But I think just in general, towards the latter half, we were basically living things out in real time as they opened in Ontario. So it is I, I actually really enjoyed the season. I thought this season was awesome. Like you said, we talked. These are some of the episodes we talked about, you know, our best of 2021 music songs, TV shows. We talked about witnessing a triple stabbing. We talked about <laughs> getting all three of our vaccine shots. We mm-hmm. talked about, you know, going to restaurants and all these first experiences that hopefully people can kind of mm-hmm. relate to the same things that we've mm-hmm. been through. Maybe not the triple stabbing. Um, let's hope not. And, and I mean, there was last week was maybe the best episode title of the uh, whole season, which is <laughs> Facial on the Lake, <laughs> which somehow iTunes did not ban that. But to say roommate hate got banned from iTunes. I don't know. <laughs> but Facial on the Lake made it. I also like bought a big bang, bing bang theory, <laughs> which is pretty funny. But this is crazy. So we come to the end. But I think we have a lot of good things to talk about this finale, some cool announcements and everything. So, Which would tee us off for next season as well. Next season is going to have some very, very big stories. But before we get into everything, do you want to give out your contact information? Yes. It's Val Gomez 23 on Instagram and Twitter. And I will say mm. I got super lazy and did not post <laughs> um, last week. So I will That's probably okay. post a catch up reel this week that's okay are you gonna give people your tiktok information or not so much not so much right now okay we'll leave that for season 22 yeah i feel like my voice has gotten hoarse today I gotta drink some some coffee. no that's okay well you can follow me on twitter and instagram i'm at malencamp and follow us on facebook and instagram just search live at 605 last week i was lazy with the instagram i didn't post a whole lot of stuff yeah so. but that's also because you had like a like a crazy week the week before we went viral the week before yeah. with our beatles jackass debate <laughs> yeah. but i'll post some good stuff today depending on what we talk about and then as always just leave a comment on itunes because every comment you leave us gets us closer to the news and noteworthy even though that stuff i don't care care as much about i think uh-huh. it's just we're doing this for the fun of it but yeah and i think it's also the fun of it but also just to see what happens when it is just us right like i what do you mean like in terms of the downloads right like we mm-hmm. have no real paid marketing no this is a, this, <laughs> this is as independent as it gets a hundred percent so the fact that we're doing this well without of any of like the news and noteworthies of it all pretty cool we're downloaded worldwide every single day i will say and this will kind of tee us off for 
next season too, when you said the best of 2021, yeah. I fully forgot that also happened in terms of our <laughs> recap. Yeah. And so I was like, oh shit. In 2022, we'll actually have concerts to talk about again. Yeah, we didn't get to count down our top 10 concerts. So now we'll end up having like at least 10 concerts. That's true. And we mentioned earlier on the Christmas episode, we both bought each other tickets to Wallows. I officially listed my wall, my Wallow tickets Whoa. online. So if anyone wants to buy them, my Wallows tickets are available for sale on Ticketmaster. <laughs> <laughs> and if anyone bought them, it would be... So hopefully someone buys them. I have priced them a little bit on the high side, but we'll see Not if there's some... too high. No, he it's... says in the middle. Yeah, it's in the middle of the yeah. pack. So should we, should we jump right into everything right now? Totally. Or... So I don't know if you want to kind of go in somewhat chron- chronological order and just kind of recap the week, past week when my mom mm-hmm. came down to visit and everything. Do you have any sponsors? I don't. To end this thing, do Whoa. you? My sponsor could almost be part of our real story. So let's just do it chronologically. Okay, so well, yeah, we kind of told the biggest story of when my mom came to visit was when we all went out to uh, dinner to a restaurant, and this random guy came in, um, like a angler. Yeah, a random like Uber Eats guy came in and zeroed in on you to ask for the owner, and you somehow knew him. <laughs> I won't tell the whole story because you told it last week much much better. Yeah, but it was very nice. So after our trip to Ottawa, which we recapped last week, my mom ended up coming down with us. So she drove down. And with uh, us, with us, not separately. No, yes, she drove down with us, and it was quite a nice drive. Like, wait, pause. What? 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 We had to take a quick break there because it's also laundry day, so we had to (laughs) make sure we had the neon sign on. Then we flipped out the laundry, and now you're wearing the uh, towel. (laughs) Our hand towels. Our hand towel is a blanket for you. Anyone? I don't think there's anyone in this world who wouldn't want to wear a hot towel straight from the dryer. It is the most comforting thing. Isn't that what they give you on airplanes sometimes? Like hot towels and stuff? Hot towels. I don't know. We haven't been on an airplane in three years, so. Oh, I don't even have that one. (laughs) So anyways, yeah, the drive down was quite nice. It was a a great, great time driving down, listening to some tunes and just chatting it Mm -hmm. up and everything. And. I thought you were going to tell the story about your dad. Which one's that? Where he's like, did this really happen? Oh, yeah. Well, you can. Yeah. So we uh, on Friday was the Blue Jays home opener, which was started off horribly. Mm -hmm. The Blue Jays were losing seven, nothing. Then they came back to win nine, eight or nine, seven, whatever it was. And so it was good. I was just kind of like calling my dad back and forth. Like, are you watching this? This is crazy. Mm -hmm. At the end of the night, we were just talking for a bit. And then you you were out and you came home. And my dad's like, yeah, I just I you know, I listened to last week's podcast. It was great. But when I was with your mom and, and, you know, we listened to the story about you guys going to Angler and that random guy coming up to you, I had to ask your mom, like, did this actually happen? Or, you know, did you kind of exaggerate the story? Mm-hmm. My mom's like, no, that's exactly <laughs> word for word what happened. <laughs> so if you guys don't know what we're talking about, listen to last week's episode. It's quite, quite random and I funny. I also think we went light on the story, too, because I couldn't remember how many things that guy said to us. I, don't, I was in the, wa- the yeah, washroom. The I have no washroom. idea. Oh, boy. I wasn't even there. So this is on. This is your yeah. guys' stuff. He, so. like, interrupted us. Anyway. I know. Anyways, crazy. But it was a really nice drive back with your mom. The one thing, and we've said this before, is that John makes, like, really good, like, five and a half hour podcast or playlist. <laughs> for us yes. and so the only thing was on the way up it had a lot of gangster rap yes on the way down there was no gangster, no gangster rap for your mom it had to be more family approved for That's the drive right. back but it was still a lot of good music and everything was great mm-hmm. so it was nice to have my mom here she went and got to see some family and we got to spend some time with her and then it was funny 
because on one of the days my aunt. Well, we bought that mattress topper. Oh yeah, which you heard about in a previous season or in a previous episode. Yeah, so my mom finally got to use it in the spare bedroom, and Mm -hmm. she approved of it, which is great because she loves that bed. So it always makes me good, especially in this house. Obviously, we spoke about. It always makes you good. Can you shut it? (laughs) You bust my ass when I do the same thing. Season twenty-two, the divorce. Ah, the perfect world. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I was going to say, like, obviously we had the podcast episode where it was like room for roomies. Then Mm. we had your mom stay over. We obviously had my mom stay over. Mm. We got Benjamin to try out the bed. (laughs) I always like it when anyone feels really comfortable at our house. It's kind of like the best feeling, especially because we're still like sorting shit out and like obviously, you know, want to update some stuff. But I always like it when your mom comes because she like immediately just makes herself at home Yeah, here, which always makes me really happy. For sure. It's awesome. So the one story I wanted to tell quickly, which was quite funny, was my Aunt Jay was coming over to spend the afternoon with my mom and take her out and do some shopping and whatever. And so we were still working during this Yeah, it was like a Tuesday or something. And they came over around 11 o'clock and I had some time. So I was just talking with them. And then you came down. And, you know, we were like, oh, what's the plan for you guys? And they were going to go out for lunch, I think, at Italy on Bloor mm-hmm. Street and all this stuff. And you're like, okay, great. You had baked some cookies <laughs> for every, or was it, yeah, it was cookies, yeah, right? Yeah, caramel cookies. Which were delicious. Yeah, I came downstairs. And I'm like, how did you guys not eat these? And then I put them <laughs> on a plate for you all. And then we ate them all. Yeah, then they were gone. <laughs> and then because we didn't have any leftovers from the previous night, we had to make a lunch. So you were lucky enough, or I was lucky enough that you were like, okay, I'll make some fresh teriyaki salmon and rice and fresh vegetables which is like a fight, you know, uh, you would something you get out of fine dining experience. <laughs> then as you're making, you say to my mom, mom and my aunt, like, why don't you guys just stay here? And they're like, no, no, no. We know you guys are busy and this and that. And you're like, well, I've already made, I've already plated four, you know, plates with, with fish and everything. So they ended up staying for an impromptu lunch. Yeah. And all they could, my mom and aunt could talk about was how much they loved your teriyaki salmon yeah. and rice. I think the only thing with that lunch was sometimes I put things out in the universe and then I'm like, Hmm. How will this work? <laughs> we basically had less than like, it must have been like. Yeah, how much was it? There, there was enough fish for how many people? Probably two mm. in real life, but I managed to slice one piece of salmon four ways, <laughs> right? And I mean, for lunch with like your mom and Aunt Jay don't eat a ton, mm-hmm. so it was fine. But there's like that point where salmon is like one side's really thick and one side's really thin. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, two of us are going to get shafted on this one. <laughs> But it was delicious. That's no, all it was they, really all, good. Even, you know, I talked to my aunt last week. She's like, I got to tell you that fish val, mate. It was so good. I can't <laughs> believe it. I was like, and that's just a lunch. You got you to come back for dinner time. That's true. But well, I made your mom braise short ribs. Yeah, that was the first night, which was really good. So overall, it was a very, it was a short trip, but it was a very fun uh, time. We It was great seeing everybody. And then on Wednesday, my mom was going home via train. Yeah, the via rail. The via rail. So I, I was like, okay, you know. Via, via rail. What's that? You said that she went home via the train. I know, I know. <laughs> you could she have went said, home via, 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 via rail. rail. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was, as I was saying that, I was trying to avoid saying that because I thought it would sound weird. But anyways, we ended up taking... It an- did. <laughs> <laughs> we ended up taking... Uh, an Uber to Union Station. I hadn't been to I hadn't been to Union Station in a couple years, and it was great. Uh, I got my mom there. She uh, found out where everything was, said my goodbyes, and I was thinking, you know, since I'm at Union Station, I can either take an Uber home, or for the very first time in two plus years, I can take public transit. <laughs> 
Now, neither one of us has ridden public transit, train, subway, mm-hmm. um, bus, go-kart, go-karts. Go yeah, I been often on, don't yeah. ride go-karts in Toronto. <laughs> we have not been on public transit in two plus years. So I thought, mm-hmm. this is a great time for me just to try it. You know what? Like the world's opening back up. Let me just see what it's like. I'm going to be going back into the office one day a week. Yeah, I'll, I'll be going back soon too. So I just figured, you know, we're both going to be taking this. Let me do this as like a warm up. And, and it was... It was Wednesday at like 12.30 in the afternoon, so it wasn't rush hour. I'm like, this is a great time to try it. So, And it was, yeah. what, the week prior, the mask mandate had lifted. Yes, but on public transportation. What was that? Public I, transportation. Yes. I was going to say public constipation, I think. <laughs> I mean, people have that. It's not a bad name for the episode. Can you not? <laughs> so, at the first, my very first experience going down the steps to Union Station. What do I see? Two homeless people just sleeping on the stairs. One person, no joke, had basically like a tent set up with a sleeping bag on the stairs, blocking everything. So I was like, oh, great. This is, you know, just nerve wracking mm-hmm. enough to be down there. And then here's this experience. Luckily, mm-hmm. I was able to kind of bypass them by going down a ramp. But it was very odd. I had my Metro card, which I hadn't used in a couple of years. And I swipe them. I hope there's money on here. Luckily, mm-hmm. there was. AKA a Presto card. Oh, <laughs> But my first kind of thoughts were nervousness while 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 I was there. To be honest with you, I was definitely anxious. Mm-hmm. You know, people weren't wearing their masks. There are some people who don't look like they have all their uh, marbles with them, who are mm-hmm. just kind of coming up to you asking you for money. And it was definitely a little overwhelming. I mean, I can only imagine if my first experience was during rush hour or whatever. But um, and I get on the subway, and of course, the the last people who get on the subway who stand in front of me are not wearing their masks. So. I didn't want to walk away right uh-huh. then when they were there in case they were like kind of nutty. Uh-huh. So I waited till the next stop and just kind of walked down to an, a better area where there's no one kind of uh, maskless and everything. And Well, now I'm kind of like, I think you and I were talking about this and I won't get political. Oh boy. But now are like our maskers in the minority now? Well, like, did you feel like, oh, are these non-maskers on public transit where masks are supposed to be mandatory? Are they going to yell at me? Not on, not on public transit because you are still supposed to be wearing a mask. I thought it'd be the other way around. I would say mm-hmm. my experience was 70% mask, 30% not mask on the subway, which was not great in my right. opinion. But I mean, no, maybe if we're in a, a restaurant, no one's wearing a mask. Maybe I would feel mm-hmm. like I would because you don't have to wear one there. But anyways, it was just, it was kind of a weird experience as I was riding it longer and longer i kind of got more used to it like i said it might sound silly but we haven't been on the subway in over two years so it's you know it's like when we went to the concert a few weeks ago it just kind of took me a few minutes to get used to it and nothing happened it was just kind of you know i just kind of kept my distance from people who i thought i should keep my distance from and overall the experience was fine like everything was on time which is not always the case with the subway <laughs> here in toronto and i got home in pretty good timing so i was very happy to do it and that it's over and done with but the second time, which we'll get to, of me going on, it was a much different feeling I had. I felt much more at ease. So. I didn't. <laughs> well, do you want to get into... Yeah, so then I think two days later, mm-hmm. um, so if that was the Wednesday, I think on the Friday, we Saturday. went or, No, no, no. Didn't we go out with Lil, yeah. Miranda, and Ben? Yes. That was during the week. Yes. Um, what's your, I think that was Thursday. Probably. So... <laughs> Um, on Thursday night, I was like, yo, let's go try and see the high school friends. Um, and so we ended up going out for dinner 
which was really nice at um, in the East End at this Italian restaurant called Gio's. And so for those of you guys who don't know, it's in live in Toronto. It's the big Italian restaurant with the big nose on the there's front. an actual big nose out front of the <laughs> yeah. restaurant, um, which was really great. The music's always tight in there. The food was really good. Um, you really liked our waiter's pants. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. And then, I liked our waiter's pants. I tried um, to buy the same one, ones. I think um, at the time we were all very much talking about Will Smith and Chris Rock. <laughs> yes, right? it just happened a few days earlier. We were talking about Ukraine and Russia. Yeah, dun, dun, dun. I tried to stay away from that topic, to right. be honest with you. <laughs> um, but no, I think it was really good. But I, th- it was the first restaurant where I was like, okay, I wonder what even our friends will do mm-hmm. coming in. And like, will they wear masks? We closed down the restaurant. So I didn't feel like we had to put on a mask to walk out of the restaurant because no, we were the last not. ones there. Um, but it was a very nice setting. It was really nice to be out, um, you know, just nice to hang out with friends. Mm. And then I'm like, yeah, that I think Friday, we, Thursday and well, Friday, we took it easy. Mm-hmm. But then Saturday happened. <laughs> well, Saturday, you were you were ready to party again. Well, yeah, you <laughs> kind of initiated an impromptu dinner hangout, which was very impressive. Yeah. in in group chat. Group chat's lit. Group chat's lit. So in group chat, and you were like, who are these other numbers? I went big on no, that No, I, I thought you only texted like a few of the friends. Yeah. And come to realize later on, you did a bigger invite. Yeah, I went to extreme group with chat. With like eight hours notice. Yeah. <laughs> so with eight hours notice, I was like, I'm going to try and swing this. Let's see if group chat will respond. I will put out an invite for everyone to come to this Middle Eastern restaurant mm. in the beaches called Lemon. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the one thing with the beaches is that everything closes really early. Mm. So I was like, oh, damn, like, can we get a 730 reservation? Mm-hmm. Right. I'm like, let's just roll the dice and see if we can. For the most part, I, out of 10 people, I think I got seven of them mm-hmm. to come out later that night. So we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, but I was really excited because it was really sunny in Toronto. It was a warmer day. Mm. So we're like, sweet, we're going to go out in the evening. But mm. I'm like, let's spend the afternoon and actually go shopping mm-hmm. and like go to the West End. Get some new spring outfits and stuff. Yeah, I need. it's like kind of being in back to school. I'm like, I need a back to work outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so I was like, hey, John. Why don't we take the subway? Because <laughs> <laughs> so, you also have not been on the subway in two plus years. I have not. And I was like, okay, it's a Saturday afternoon, kind of a similar time that John <clears throat> rode the subway back from the Via train, Via Rail. And so, um, what should you call it? We, you know, the one interesting thing is we also moved into this house. And then, like, two months later, the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. So, we never actually did our seniors walk no. in those two months Mm-mm. between working. So, we're like, okay, if I were to take the subway to work, I could now take our seniors walk home. Mm-hmm. Right. So, we took our seniors walk up to the subway station. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, okay. I totally forgot which way to go for sure in the subway. Like, you feel like a tourist. Like, oh, of course. Which way is east, west? Um, get downstairs to the platform that part fell fine on the east west subway in toronto though i'm like kind of surprised after two years they didn't upgrade the carts yet i i know i think that might take a bit more time to do a bit more time it's been like eight years hold on hold on i have late breaking news i just got an email from Ticketmaster. go john your ticket listing just sold what my wallows tickets have been sold all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all 
Late breaking news. <laughs> Tickets have been sold to one lucky, two lucky Wallow fans. That's amazing. All right. Well, that works for me. Sweet. Fantastic. Great. Win. Winning. Um, I forget. Oh, yeah. No, it's been like eight years since they haven't updated those ones. Yeah, I know. But I think it's going to take, it would take time to update them. I think More than old, eight years. <laughs> I don't know. We'll go talk to Doug Ford or something like that. Entire humans have been born. We've had a pandemic in that time. I, I take it up with your local congressman. Oh, boy. So then anyway, we take um, the, the the thing with the first ride was it wasn't bad, but we got off at Bloor and then there was so many more people. Well, what were your first like when you were on the subway? What were you were you anxious? Were you like, oh, this is fine? Or what were you thinking? Yes to both of those things. Okay. Yes, I was anxious um, and like very hyper aware of my mm. surroundings. Mm. Not like usually you and I don't touch anything anyway. Like when mm -mm. we lean on stuff, we, it's like we use our shoulder. We're living in an Amish paradise. When we're <laughs> so on I think this is where I only got more stressed out as we got to Bloor mm. and more peak commuting areas. That was because it was way busier. Way busier to your point when you were like, Oh, a good amount of people were wearing masks mm. the first time. No, the second time you said it was better. Yeah. To me, it was still not great. There was way less people wearing it on my first commute. This time, like, oh, there's more people. I thought, in my opinion, riding with you wearing their masks. Yeah. So I was, I was a little bit apprehensive about standing where we were standing. I think the thing that I said to you was that, you know, and other people have asked me, they're like, you guys have gone to concerts. I'm like, yeah, but... The Air Canada Center is not like a small rail cart. No. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you're not all wedged in something that's like, it's basically six by like six feet. Yeah, in it's a length. subway cart. It's, it's a small. subway cart. It's small. There's not really great ventilation. Um, so I was like paranoid as fuck. And then we got off and it was really cool. So we were like, oh, let's go get lunch. Mm. We went to Verst. All right, all <laughs> I, know, I, I, I was like, do you have any more sound effects on that eight pod thing? <laughs> say, say, it, say it again. Then we went to worst. There you go. These kids are on different panels. So I, gotta, oh, I gotta go quickly. I gotta boy, be quick. I gotta be quick. Um, but anyway, so we hadn't gone to worst in like two and a half years. So super fun hang. Um, really great. Got some like great hot dogs. Really great duck fat fries. They're not hot dogs. They're sausages. They're sausages. Yeah. yeah. Hundo. Hot dog feels like you're at a vent, like a vendor, like a hot yeah. dog vendor. It's, these are like gourmet. Well, not gourmet, whatever. They're yeah. Just, they're like bratwurst mm. and things. Um, so anyway, hung out there. Then we went like shopping. Well, no, you got to tell people too. We were in there and it was quite empty. Oh, and yeah. And then as people were coming in, everyone decided to like sit next to us. Yeah. That was very bizarre as well. I'm like, I don't know how this happens to John and I. I'm like, there is literally like, it looks like Hogwarts mm. inside. There's long fucking tables. Mm -hmm. There's an entire bar area with cocktail tables but like legitimately everyone came and sat around us but there's like all these other empty areas to go sit i'm like what are you doing what next are you to doing us? next to us i'm like this isn't helping my anxiety <laughs> right um but then we left yeah and then we left and you went down and bought some nice clothing and yeah. everything i also wanted to try and buy the pants that my wait wait waiter had been wearing but the sales associate was too intense they were too aggressive and i was just defeated i got in there and i'm like no i need no. i'm just i'm ready to go you home. can tell when john taps out of shopping experiences because you're like literally just touching things and being like yep let's go <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, i'd be in the right mood for it and i just i'd lost all my all my uh, willingness and my marbles. <laughs> so anyway, so then we're like, should we take an Uber home? Should we walk home? Should we? 
um, subway home. And so then we're like, okay, let's get back on the subway. Mm -hmm. Let's get back on the bicycle. So same experience where it was still overwhelming, but then it got better when we got back to our area Mm. and then just like walking home especially not down a main street anymore going through our seniors walk it was also nice it was also interesting because we were in the west end shopping we live in the east end it was like almost when we got got back it was like oh wow we just love our area like i Mm -hmm. just love being in this the east end of of toronto just Mm -hmm. this is our pace this is what we like and then i think the other side being on the subway again after so long was very much like oh I love being able to just get into the city mm-hmm. so quickly. And mm-hmm. it just made me feel like we live in Toronto versus like a suburb. Yeah, again. I agree with that. Um, so then we had about an hour to sit down yes. and relax. And then we're like, let's take the show on the road again. We're going out. But Ferris and Cam ended up coming here first. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had some of the Snoop Dogg Rosé. <laughs> um, we were shooting the shit uh, a little bit. Like, I think we had like 30 minutes here, yeah. give or take. And then we're like, okay, let's pile into an Uber and go to the restaurant, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Mm-hmm. And so... Have you been to this restaurant before? I've gone for lunch before with uh, Marina and Steve. And you liked it. I really liked it. I, I don't feel like I got to savor the food, though, because I felt like I was rushed. The one thing I mentioned earlier is that this restaurant in the beaches closes at, like, 9.30. And so we made the mistake, the seven of us, of, like, ordering every appetizer, almost. Mm, mm-hmm. And so it was, like, all of these, like, hummus, baba ganoush, right? Like, all, like carrots, like, mm. pickled everything. Yeah. Like, you actually really liked, um, what you're going to call it, like, not the shawar- shawarma? It's like those balls or yeah, something. They're like chickpea balls. Yeah. Right? And good. you really liked them. And I was like, whoa. But it always impresses me when John likes something uncharacteristically John. It's yeah. like when I try and give you black beans. Uh, yeah. But then true to my character, my favorite part was the non bread. So, I mean. Well, seeing as it was pita bread. <laughs> Racist. What? <laughs> oh, boy. So. Uh, <laughs> Um, anyway, we're not all the same, John. That's right. Everyone's <laughs> different in their own special way. They all have their own breads. <laughs> I don't know. Bread's just All right, bread. wonder bread. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, what you call it? So it was really good. And so then yeah, we were delicious. like rallying there. I think our waiter was like a lot with us. Like I felt like we were all just like shooting the shit, kind of laughing, like obviously mm. like all of the regular stuff. Um, I thought it was great. I can't even remember the all of the conversation there kind of thing. But um, well, obviously just like Will Smith Oscars talk. That's what was oh, still yeah. in people's minds. And one of our friends actually went to the Oscars mm-hmm. and was working it. So we got like the behind the scenes, mm-hmm. um, which was amazing. So at the end of dinner there, I don't think anything out of the ordinary happened. But then uh, Sean and Tesla were a bit I tired. I, I think I went to the ladies room. Did you really? Well, I don't know. There was like two. It was one of those bathrooms where there was. It was like one bathroom. So it's not like you, you walk in, there's six stalls and six urinals. And the one washroom was being used. So I went to the back. And I'm like, I guess I'll use this one. But I'm like, I don't know if this is a woman's room. And then I think Christina's like, I think I went to the men's room because there was a urinal. I'm like, oh, the place <laughs> I went to didn't have a urinal. So I don't know. I think I was in the ladies room. That but. is crazy pants. Okay. Well, outside of, you know, gender swapping <laughs> bathrooms, um, what you're going to call it? We were like, okay. It's still early. It was like 10 o'clock when we left the restaurant. Mm. They clearly shut down the kitchen and the lights and everything. And we were still there. Um, we're like, okay, let's go drink somewhere else. And so we're like, 
let's all walk to the stone lion in the beaches. And so this bar was almost like, it, it was such a contrast of where we were in oh, terms yeah. of volume. Mm. And like, it was we went to a packed. sports bar. It was packed. That to me was as overwhelming as Bloor and Young subway station. Look at those muscles you're flexing over there. Yeah. We went to a sports bar during the ending of March Madness. So it was just, <laughs> it was March Madness inside this bar, which was nuts, but. But it was good. Like I felt like the five of us were just like, we got a bunch of like of drinks again and then we mm. were, we got like a corner table. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was really nice. We stayed for like an hour and a bit and we were just shooting this shit about like, <laughs> about, um, like just, you know, commuting and like all of those things. Like, I think we were talking about like different foods and like whatever. I don't know if there was anything especially ridiculous about that one, except for the guy. Remember when Cam <laughs> thought somebody was waving at him from the other table? Yeah. And he Cam like waved. I was like, how did you make friends already? I know. He's like the nicest person on the planet. I'm like, of course you made friends here. Yeah. But no, it was a good impromptu Saturday night dinner hangs yes. like i didn't think you low would. expectations i'm still impressed you guys a seven person reservation that you and you called it like two in the afternoon they'd be like yeah can we come by for seven with seven people and they're like yeah. sure i'm like what the hell i just know people apparently when it comes to a restaurant you got good karma and everything well, not this week well before we get to that we got to talk about the garbage bag bandit oh god uh that is a um that is an interesting story. So when we came back from Ottawa with your mom. Which was on a Sunday. Sunday. We're driving into our, what? It's now been two full weeks of yep, garbage bag That bandits. we know of. It could have been longer mm -hmm. is what I was going to say. Okay. Is that when we were driving into our cul-de-sac, we're coming into our parking spot and we are head on with five giant garbage bags. <laughs> And we're like, what the fuck is this? Outside someone's, not stoop, but just outside the front of their house. Yeah. Five big garbage bags. They have paper on them. And then there's like a uh, Puppet Pals suitcase. Paw Patrol. Oh, Paw Patrol. What is, pu what is Puppet Pals? That's nothing. Could, don't, no one steal my idea. But that, puppet Pals. Puppet Pals. All right. That's the new animated series coming to 605 Studios. Puppet oh, Pals. Um, anyway, this Paw Patrol suitcase. And I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? So, you, yeah, our first instinct was, okay, I guess someone's coming to pick up this. It wasn't, it, yeah, it wasn't garbage. It was garbage bags, but with notes on them. So we're like, oh, there must be clothes or goodwill or something, right? Yeah. So we're like, okay, somebody's probably picking this up. Today. Or it's getting moved to the garbage today something like that so then anyway your mom obviously stays right she leaves the garbage bags are still there the garbage bags stay they don't leave right we go out with friends the garbage bags are still there mm -hmm. they don't leave it also hailed yep. snowed rained, rained wind sun there's, there's squirrels there's raccoons there's it, who knows what else are out whatever there. is happening so literally a week passes those mm. garbage bags are still there yeah, one weekend, garbage bags are still there, and we're kind of like, well, what, what what the hell's going on with these garbage bags? Yeah, like, it also is just like, and so this is one thing that John and I realized, is, you know when you're younger, and your parents are like, get off my lawn, <laughs> right? Or like, they're like, yes. you know, trimming the lawn, and making sure, like, there's nothing in the garden, and you're like, come on, mom and dad, just mm -hmm. like, just chill, just chill. 
John and I realize is that we are now our parents Mm -hmm. in terms of like, we care about people being on our lawns, Mm -hmm. how the presentation of our outside looks. Right. And so we're like, why the fuck are those garbage bags here? It makes our, our area look like sloppy. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we're kind of getting irritated now. It's been a week and we're just like, if somebody's not coming to pick them up Mm -hmm. and you're not going to throw them out, can you not keep them in your backyard or something? Yeah, keep, or them, like, keep them inside your house. Keep them in your basement. Keep them in your backyard. And so the shitty thing is we can't actually walk to these garbage bags because they're not close to our spot or no. our door. So we're like, what are they? What are they? So anyway, what are those? <laughs> so another week goes by mm-hmm. and we're like, OK, now it's officially been a week. What the fuck is happening with these bags? Mm-hmm. Right. It also snows and rains again. It fucking hailed. Yes. The other day I saw a squirrel come out of the bag at one <laughs> point. Right. And so like I'm working up in like our room mm-hmm. or whatever. And I have like a straight sniper window mm-hmm. to these garbage bags. Yeah. So I'm like fucking what's happening. So then at one point I like text you mm-hmm. i'm like john get to the window mm-hmm. right and all i see is the person staple new paper oh, to the garbage did bags. you remove the old paper did not remove the old paper new paper stapled so what i said to john was i think this is probably what i think it is is donations to cerebral palsy so mm-hmm. cp mm-hmm. right because my mom used to do the same thing but mm-hmm. like unlike this scenario my mom would put out the stuff on a monday morning and, and Monday, by, uh, Monday afternoon, they yeah, were gone. They're go- exactly. Right. The same day gone. Right. And so I'm like, we did this for years. Right. So I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's happening here. So anyway, so I'm working in our windows and like, you can like, again, sniper window straight shot to me. And all of a sudden I lock eyes with another neighbor and he sees me and he kind of laughs and waves. Mm -hmm. So then I wave back to him. Right. And I'm like, Oh, interesting. So I think this was Thursday when we were going to go get blondies. And I was like, I have an idea. Right. And Mm. I can do this in a stealthy way. Mm. So I was like, John said, neighbor came and waved at me. Mm. I wonder if you can really see in our window. Mm. So I magically decided to go and reenact what this neighbor did beside the garbage bags so i could read what they are for right and Mm. they were for cp really but then i'm like yo bro why do you fuck do you have these out for two weeks then fucking call them or go there yeah or get rid of them somehow it's now fast forward this is we're recording this on sunday april 10th it's now been officially two weeks since we've seen them with our own eyes two full weeks and we were in ottawa before that so they They could could, have been there from friday they could have been there from friday two plus weeks these five garbage bags have been out there in all kinds of weather and conditions and everything and part of me wants to just like grab them and and like put them at the end of the driveway or something but it's just it's so bizarre like what are you doing well okay so like this is you know (laughs) this this is me coming in hot i also am like i feel like this person is retired so I'm yes. kind of like, and has a car. Oh, he has a car for right? sure. He also loans out his car. He does. So I'm kind of like, couldn't you just deliver this to see? Yes. Like. I, I 100% agree. I don't understand what's happening with this garbage. I, I really don't. And it, it's it's really been flattened by everything. The one thing you should also note is another neighbor, when we went and delivered treats mm. to them for like, we we often bake and deliver treats. And we're just like, oh, how are you doing? And she's like, good. She's like, you know, I see you guys always cleaning. She's like, I've never met two cleaner people yeah. than you two. And then I was like, oh, you know, we just, you know, we like 
things to look nice or whatever because mm-hmm. we cleaned out the backyard. Mm-hmm. And so then she's like, yeah, I always hear you vacuuming. But she looked at me yeah. and I was like, oh no, that's John. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, yeah, I like to keep, we, we like to keep the house clean and I like to vacuum mm-hmm. just because especially in the winter months, especially the front of the, the hallway mm-hmm. where, you know, you get dirt and everything. I'm like, I just want to make sure everything's spick and span and clean and everything we were watching uh jersey obviously we were watching obviously. jersey shore and mike got his new house and there's a scene with him watering the his driveway yeah. and i was like oh my god he's watering his driveway and he said that his dad used to do it his dad used <laughs> to do it and i said to john i'm like didn't tony soprano do this too yeah. i'm like it must be a thing so oil marks don't get on it yeah i was gonna say call in if you know why people water their, their or driveway why do italians water yeah, their exactly. driveway i'm very very intrigued by that but yeah. we'll keep you posted next season about when the garbage bag bandit gets rid of his garbage yeah. bags but it's just very very bizarre 100%. So do you want to fast forward to this past weekend, Friday, and kind of the chaos of of that craziness? So on Thursday, we were supposed to have a friend over, but they got COVID, Mm. right? Oops. (laughs) (laughs) So we are. Anyways, they're doing doing okay. So then I was like, it's okay. I'm pretty tired. But because on Friday, we're also, I was going to go out with some other friends. All for the last four weeks all i've been waiting for is this specific friday friday april 8th because it was the blue jays home opener and most people know i'm a baseball is my favorite sport blue jays i love and because of the labor strike the season was delayed like two or three weeks so mm-hmm. all i wanted to do was get through the week and i'm like i just want to get mcdonald's i want to sit in my underwear and i want to watch <laughs> the baseball games so that's all i was thinking about i was very very excited for friday yeah, I was equally excited. So we were um, rallying with three other friends mm. um, that I hadn't seen in person in a couple months. Mm. And so we were going to back to the core mm-hmm. um, at about 645 for a restaurant or for a reservation at what is it? Pink, Pink Sky. Pink Sky. Pink Sky restaurant in the core um, on King Street. And so super exciting, but I finished work around 620 Mm -hmm. and then it was like, okay, I'll just like slightly freshen up and we'll go. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it had been like a pretty long day. I think I was like a little bit on edge and just like a little bit frazzled to get there. So we were, John was really nice and he's like, okay, I'll just drive you. And then on the way back. By the time I get back, it'll end up being like 730 and I'll pick up dinner. Yeah, just in time for the Jays game. So you dropped me. Well, it was very busy coming into the city. Just like there was the Jays home opener. The Raptors were playing. It's King Street on a Friday night. So it was so busy. Mm-hmm. And I accidentally missed. I wasn't. I missed the turn. I forgot to go down to Spadina. I went down Bathurst. So I kind of had to double back. And like even getting back onto King Street, we had to mm-hmm. like make some tough left turns. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And then I was like, oh, I found a place just to park on the side for you to jump out. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, this is great. I put on my mask and I literally like jump out of the car and I'm like walking and you're like, I remember you saying it's across the street, but I've Mm. never been to this restaurant. You're like, it's really close to Petria. Mm. Right. And I'm like, okay, great. And then I like get out, cross the street and I like reach into my purse to actually look for the restaurant. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, uh where the fuck's my phone, right? <laughs> and I was like, 
it is that feeling. I'm like, oh my God, did I lose it? Did I drop it? You depend on it for so many things like directions for communication, all kinds of stuff. So I'm so lucky. I have even like, sorry, it could even been your vaccine passport. Totally. Like all of these things is just like, holy shit. And so now I'm like, do I have cash? Like, how do I get home? Like, Like, do I have a presto card? Right. And so then I'm like, oh, I have my Apple watch on. Let me try and ping my phone. Right. Right. Although it's clearly out of distance. So oh, now I got I'm the like, fuck out of there. So yeah, so I'm like, okay, let me run back to the car. John got the fuck out of there. So he's no longer there. And I'm like panicking. Where mm. the fuck is my phone? So we could do picture in picture for this if we want. Well, how about how about we I'll tell my story and then my story of getting to you and then you go back and okay. Tarantino and tell your your okay. version of your experience. So okay. you you left and I kind of did a UE and got out of there. And like you said, I was we're right downtown King Street. So I'm trying to make a couple right turns to get back onto Adelaide, which is a straight shot home. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh man, there's so many people, so many cars. So even just like making those right turns was just kind of stressful because people are like not waiting on the sidewalk. They're standing on the road. People are honking you to like keep driving. And I'm like, I just, once I get to Adelaide, it's basically a straight shot. It should be pretty easy peasy. So I finally make my two tough right turns. And as I'm driving down Adelaide, I'm like, oh, let me take my sunglasses off and put them in the cup holder. And as I put my sunglasses in the cup holder, I feel your phone. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) And I'm like, your phone's here. What do I do? Because, yeah, all these things. I know you were going to Uber home. I know you would tell me when you're leaving. There's a whole reason why you would need your phone. So part of me was like, well... You're going out with a couple friends. One of your friends, I have her phone number, so I could just text her. Be like, I'll let Val know I have her phone, and I'll see her at home. But then I was like, well, I'm still in the area. And as I, I was like, so I, as I'm driving down to Adelaide, I'm coming up to Spadina, which is the turn I would need to make to come back to you. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, let me just, let me give you your phone. But my only hesitation was, where the hell do I park to run in? Because <laughs> there's nowhere to really park on King Street, and it's so Busy, it's like, so busy. We're in like peak di- downtown hour. Exactly. So I, <laughs> I smash a right turn on the Spadina, which also was not easy because that's such a busy intersection yeah. too. So I drive down there and I remember that when we went to Petria for your dinner, I'm like, oh, there was kind of a hidden parking parking lot, parking lot outside. So I'm like, let me just turn into there. I'll park. I probably don't even need to pay and I can just run in. So I turn into there and it is completely full of cars. I was like, mm-hmm. shit. And then I see one car in front of me, which is getting ready to pull into a spot. So I was like, mm-hmm. damn it, I think I missed the last spot. He pulls in. I'm like, let me drive down to the end of this lot. Maybe there's something. I think maybe I see an empty spot. Okay, so I drive all the way down at the end of the lot. And everything's completely packed and full. I'm like, shit. I'm like, how do I even get out of here? Because then it's mm-hmm. like a narrow parking lot. So I had to kind of do like an Austin Powers 25-point <laughs> turn. Get out of there. And then I drive down. There's another alleyway, which leads to another parking lot. I drive down there, and that's completely full of cars. And this also could not have been more than 10 minutes, this whole experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would say from the time you left to the time I got back to you was eight minutes. Yeah. So I drive down this little alleyway, which brings me to King Street, and I now have to make a difficult turn through um, a sidewalk onto King Street where people are walking by. There's no stoplight, so I have to kind of just go. And there's a big street car in front of me, so I'm kind of blocking people on the sidewalk, and then I'm blocking cars. I eventually get back onto King Street. I'm like, okay, well, this is pink sky here. I got to find something close because, you know, I don't want to park four blocks away, and then mm-hmm. I got to pay and run. So I'm driving, and all the street parking is completely uh, taken up by cars, mm-hmm. but I see one empty spot. I'm like, okay, great. I'll pull into here. But then I see, of course it's empty because there's a fire hydrant. <laughs> so I was like, shit. So I, I pull in next to the fire hydrant. I'm like, okay, if I run, I'm probably 
If I sprint, I could be in that restaurant in 25 seconds. I say hello to you guys for 10 seconds, sprint back. I could be there and back in less than 60 Whoa. seconds. Obviously, I would never park in front of a fire hydrant for fire. All the reasons why you don't do it, right? So I parked there and for about a minute and a half, I'm like, what should I do? Should I stay here? So I try to find something else. Mm-hmm. I'm looking around. I can't, can't see anything. So I'm like, fuck it. I put on my four ways. I jump out and I'm sprinting down King Street. People are staring at me. Mm-hmm. I'm running. I'm like, shit, I got to put my mask on. I'm like, I don't even know where your place is, but I'm like, it's the pink sky. And I'm like, it's not really clearly marked by run inside. I'm like, I think this is it. There's a nice lady, concierge person, whatever, at the front there. She's like, oh, how can I help you? I'm kind of sweating. I'm panting. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm here for, for, for Valerie's table. She's like, oh, yeah, right here. I walk in. I see you guys, but you have your back to me. And I think I see, I think Shazia, Shazia sees me. And I'm like, hi. And you turn around. And I'm like, I have your phone. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, my God, this is great. And I felt so bad. I'm like, I'm sorry. I can't even stay for like five minutes. I'm like, I'm parked next to a fire hydrant. Yeah. Good to see you guys. Have a great dinner. Here's your phone. <laughs> Text me. I run back to the car. The other thing was the car parked behind me had a ticket on it. So I know the streets is watching. There's ticket people all around here. I mean, I just, whatever, if you get a ticket, it's a ticket. But I'm like, I don't want to have to pay like a $100 ticket for no reason. And you also don't want to be the culprit if there is an accident and something happens. Yeah, for sure. I felt bad enough, but I ran back. And yeah, I think it was less than 90 seconds I had parked in that spot. I run back, get in there, no ticket. Get the fuck out of there. And then I'm trying to, and I'll wrap this up quickly, but then I got to make those two tough right turns to get back mm-hmm. to Adelaide. And as I do it, my phone call, my phone rings. I'm like, what the hell? And my dad's calling. He's like, oh my God, we finally made it. It's the Blue Jays home opener. I'm like, <laughs> leave me alone. I got to get home. I got to make these tough right turns. And I'm like, I just need to get to McDonald's. He's like, all right, call me later. <laughs> and then I finally make it into Adelaide. But then Adelaide, there was so much traffic. There were so many like weaving in. Lanes were down the one lane. It was actually kind of a stressful drive home, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But then I get to McDonald's, no one's in line in the drive-thru, get my McDonald's, get home, uh-huh. start eating McDonald's, and the Jays are losing 7 nothing. <laughs> but then they came back to win, so that was my experience. Mine, okay, so one, such a hero, thank you for bringing my cell phone. So in that same eight minutes of panic, I... <laughs> I um what you gonna call it I'm like okay I run back to where the car John had originally parked to let me out he's not there so then I'm like okay what the fuck so let me go I don't even know where this restaurant is and I can't see a sign for it on the street so I'm like I kind of go I'm wearing my mask I kind of go up to this girl and ask her I'm like hey excuse me like can you just help me find where like pink sky is? And she, as if I was like trying to rob her, yeah. she kind of like reacted to me. And I'm like, like, like I'm, all right, Karen, seriously, Karen. I was like, I'm le- legitimately asking you a real thing. Mm-hmm. I have my mask on. She didn't. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like, not like I didn't grab her no. or anything. I literally was standing in front of her and said, excuse me, as we were getting closer. So she didn't really react. And then I was like, okay, mm-hmm. anyway. So then from there, I was like, there was a shopper's drug mart. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let me walk into shoppers. And so I'm like, okay, I see a guy with his back towards like the beauty bar area. And I'm like, excuse me, because learned my lesson on the fucking sidewalk. I'm like, would you be able to help me find a restaurant? And I I felt compelled to tell them the whole story where I was like, I'm so sorry. I left my cell phone in my car when my husband was driving me in the cup holder thing and I don't have my phone and I'm trying to meet my friends and I just need to know where this restaurant is. And he's like, okay, 
let me pull out my phone. Nice. And it ended up being the shopper's drug mart security guard. Oh, damn. And so it was really good. So he's like, what's the restaurant called? I'm like, Pink Sky. Mm. And I'm like, it's apparently here somewhere, <laughs> but I'm like, I can't see a sign for it. I'm, I don't know where it is. So he finally told me, he's like, it's 16 meters that way. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Right? So anyway, for those of you guys who live in Toronto um, and are trying to go to Pink Sky, <laughs> the sign is actually in the alley that's not facing King street. And it used to be where West Lodge is, And it has like giant pink lips on the front. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I finally got there, but when I got inside to the restaurant, I told Jason and Shazzy, I'm like, Oh my God. Um, Hey guys, I'm so sorry. I'm late. I, I forgot my phone. And Jason's like, Oh, you feel like naked without it. Don't you? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I do. Right. And I'm like freaking out. I'm kind of listening to what they're saying, but not listening. Of and I'm course. like, I'm kind of trying to be like, okay, wait a second. Like, what's going to happen later if like John's worried and like, if I have to text him. So I was like, Hey Shazia, like, would you be able to text John mm -hmm. and just say that I forgot my phone in the car just, and like, I'll obviously like mm -hmm. text you to text him when we're leaving and everything. And she's like, yeah. And we kind of kept chatting again. This was probably like seven minutes mm -hmm. in now. And so we're chatting, chatting, chatting. She pulls out her phone and she's like, Oh, starting to text you, mm -hmm. right? And then they're like, we're waiting for our third friend to come, our fourth friend to come. And then they're like, hey, and I thought it was Tina yeah. behind me, but then it was you. <laughs> and I was so excited. And they were like, oh, that John, <laughs> right? And they got like, Shazzy obviously just like loves you, right? I think that was the first time you met Jason in person, so. yeah. um, which Jason and you are very similar. Mm. And so um, that was just really nice. I felt so relieved to change kind of the rest of the dinner <laughs> to me. Good. And I was just like, so excited about life. The only funny part was, was then, okay, so like we're ordering dinner at this seafood restaurant for those of you guys who haven't been there. It's like predominantly seafood. We yes. ordered like a bunch of shrimp, a bunch of octopus, crab cakes, like broccolini, mm -hmm. like mac and cheese, lobster and everything. And like Tina got a burger because she actually doesn't <laughs> eat seafood. Right. Um, Shazzy and I drank a bottle of wine nice. um, and whatnot. But then at like 9.45, we're like, should we still just stay here mm. or should we go somewhere else? And so I went to the bathroom and I guess the decision was let's move somewhere else. Let's go. But the weird thing was Friday night, the weather's good. Downtown Toronto, yep. to John's point, there's a baseball game. Yeah. There's a Raptors game. Yeah. There are bachelorette parties. Yeah. There are bachelor parties. We are in the, you know, busiest, most concentrated part of Toronto. Yes. On a Friday night at 10 p.m. We are trying to walk to any location to get in and everything is fucking packed. Laundry. Laundry. The other part is, is like, I haven't gone to bars and clubs in two years, right? Like outside of the East End hang um, with yeah. that we spoke about in last week's episode when we went to Goods and Provisions and they like made us a table for two for five. Yeah. Um, nothing was letting us in. So we went to this place that Jason calls Champagne and Clams. Okay. It's actually Champagne Coffee and something. Mm. Um. And we're like, oh, can we go to the speakeasy behind it? And they're like, um, that'll be a two and a half hour wait. And we're like, what? Right. And so we're like, they're like, do you want to go on the wait list? And we're like, sure. And so that's great. Yeah. We ended up walking to the Ritz Hotel. Nice. They cut the Ritz Hotel at, uh, bar in half. We couldn't oh, get in. Hmm. We finally got to a part that we spoke to a uh, waitress 
And it was like 1030 at this point. And she's like, oh, yeah, if you don't mind sitting on the pool table. And we're like, what? And so she's like, they just basically put the top on the pool table. And they're like, you can pull up some chairs to it. And then we're like, like, I think at this point, we're like, we're too bougie for that. We're not doing that. And so then she's like, okay, this table for two, we can pull uh, seats up to. But then as we're like, yeah, that sounds great. Then she's like, oh, my manager said we can't do that. But at the same time, then a a group of eight people came in Mm. and then she's like, oh, do you want to sit at the pool table to those people? And they were like, yeah, that's fine. And now I'm kind of like. I would have sat at the pool table if there were already people sitting at the pool table. So that was one. Monkey do. So then we go to Bisha, right? Which is another club, right? And then there's a bar attached to there. Like it's a lounge. Bisha bar. (laughs) And so we go there. I think it was called like Mr. or something. Um, And yo, I haven't spoken to a bouncer in like Well, you talked to a security guard like two hours ago though. Uh, but that was like a shopper's drug bird. This is like a real bouncer. Okay. So then I go to this thing. And so I'm like, they're like, you can't go through there. You have to go through the outside. And so let me just say this straight. I do not miss clubbing in the least. Okay. I love dancing. I love it. But I am not someone who's like putting on stilettos, wearing like whatever, a halter top and mm. like lining up outside for to get into like whatever bar right and so i also am as awkward as fuck and so all we want to do is get drinks and like sit and listen to good music that's it okay i go up to this bouncer and i'm like hi and he's like hi i'm ronnie magro i'm yeah he's like hi i'm ronnie magros (laughs) um what should you call it but i go up to this bouncer who's like six foot eight on the best day and like like 300 pounds okay. okay then there's like a really kind of like done up girl mm-hmm. and another guy who's like six foot eight and they're okay. both like thick dudes okay and there's a bunch of people smoking mm. on the patio and i'm like um hi can we go in and he's like what and i'm like we just want to get a drink and then <laughs> Like, I'm like, I'm not, I can't be getting carded. Like, this is a weird interaction. But I'm like, I felt like he would be like, yeah, go in. Like, if I come up to you, Mm. there's no one else behind me. Mm. Why aren't you going to let me in? Or wouldn't he start the conversation? But I felt like he was looking at us as if we weren't dressed up enough to go in. Mm. So then we go in and we're like, yo, this place is disgusting inside. Let's get out again. So we got in, we left, we didn't want to go there. And we literally spent the next hour and 10 minutes walking around trying to get into bars. Got your steps in. Yeah. I think the only part was I was like, yeah, I'm over this now. Mm. Um, It's like 1115. It's clearly too busy. There's like 80,000 people in the fucking core um, that have come in for these games and like whatever. So I'm like, let's get home. And so I... you know, with my phone, my newfound phone, That's good. texted John to be like, I'll be right back. And so Shazia orders an Uber and we're like, okay, we're waiting again. We're back outside pink sky to drop teen off to go to her car. We're standing outside. We're waiting for this Uber. And all of a sudden this like Dodge caravan, but it's like more of an accessibility vehicle, which mm-hmm. is totally fine um, for wheelchairs comes up and it's making that beep. beep oh my goodness. Beep sound to like reverse and we're like driving and i'm like uh 
why does this car sound like it's gonna break right and so it literally sounds like we're on the ground it's scraping it it might as well have been like a fucking box car from the 1930s you built in your garage with your neighbors and so we're like driving and so if, if you're from toronto we're like okay there's so much going down in the south core just stay above the area do not go down the guy's like, don't worry, I'm going to take you guys down Lakeshore and go to Queens Key. I'm like, what mm, the fuck are you doing? Wrong way. And he's like, no, I'm going to get on the gardener. So we just end up being stuck Eesh. in the pit outside the Sky Dome, right? As like people are cheering, they're like banging the car hood. The right. car sounds like it's fucking going to fall apart. I'm like, Jason, this is how we're going to die, right? Can you be safe? Uh, you know, whatever happens. But anyway, so long story short, at about 1145, I finally got back to the calm end of the East End finally. and came home and ate a granola bar. That sounds like an action packed night, to, I say, so. to say the least. Well, I but think. But then, wait, the what? only thing was at that point, we got the text to say your reservation for champagne and clams is available. <laughs> <laughs> Did you end up driving back down then to go there? Oh, hells no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that seems like a, a crazy week, weekend, week, mm-hmm. everything. I think this is about time to wrap it up. But before we wrap it up, do we want to make an announcement of what we're going to be doing in a couple weeks? Yeah. Which will affect the future seasons. So we season. can talk. Well, we could just uh, tee off some of the things that are happening. Mm-hmm. Back to work mm-hmm. next week for me. Yes. We are going on vacation. We're going to Bahamas, bitches. That's right. (laughs) We got some concerts coming up. That's right. (laughs) We got birthday month. (laughs) But yeah, the big one is we're going on our first flight and vacation in two plus years. Mm -hmm. We're going to the Bahamas. We booked a trip to the Rio, which we are very excited about. You know, I, I think it's going to be something that we both are looking, you know, something that we wanted to do that we haven't done in so long, just to kind of get out of here and lie down on a beach and go swimming. So I think probably the first episode back will be all about the experience of going on a trip for the first time in a pandemic, I guess. Mm-hmm. But are you excited to get out of here and go sit on a beach and go swimming? Yes. Well, that was short and sweet. <laughs> I cannot wait. I think it was that. It was that same Saturday. I impromptu invited mm. uh, friends out last weekend. I was like, let's just do it. And you were really great and, you know, had been stocking a bunch of trips. And then mm. we were very much like, you're like, oh, does this look good? And I was like, yeah, let's book it. Yeah. And then you're like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, let's book it. <laughs> so um, I think one of the things that we can talk about the experience of booking Bahamas and everything, but it's almost just exciting to go away. That's somewhere that's not in the GTA. Yeah, that's all. That I mean, we've had some nice like staycations, like renting cottages and stuff the last two years. But just it'll be nice to go on a proper vacation. And we know a lot of people who have traveled now, a lot of friends, a lot of family. So mm. I think John and I are just looking forward to being on a beach. I got my new eyes. I got to test out in some water. There you go. So should be good. Yeah, so that'll be good. I think... Um, we, we can wrap this up, but I'm trying to think when you when do you think we'll be back for the new season? Like maybe June or something? I don't know. Maybe in May. Maybe late May. Mm-hmm. Late. Yeah, we won't take as much time off as we did last time, especially now that we got all this new equipment. It's just so much easier and better to record. Like I thank you again for the sound mixing board. The new microphones are great. Just I found this experience. This was like my most enjoyable season of actually like recording and everything. Like not, But now it's just such a seamless process. I love this roadcaster i love the microphones and everything so it's just 
All I, ready to do it next we season. We got the neon sign and everything. So I think look for us in late May, early June. We'll be back. Uh, just take a little bit of time off just so we can build up some more stories. But yeah, it'll be exciting. Our first episode back will most likely be our trip to Bahamas. And then we got blue, our first Blue Jays game coming up. Birthdays, all kinds of great stuff. So should we end this thing? Let's end it. So this is tough. We couldn't. We were trying to think of a good band of the week for the for the end of the season, and I think we decided to go with the rapper, singer, performer Lotto, Lotto. which she has that song called "Big Energy," mm-hmm. which to me is poetry. She's, the lyrics are, <laughs> "He got that big dick energy," which I think is just. <laughs> I think that's you know the uh, fantastic lyrics. So. <laughs> Her new album is pretty good, and the song that I like a lot, it's called Sunshine, and I like it because it's got Lil Wayne and one of my favorites, Childish Gambino, and I love Childish Gambino, obviously his music, but I love him when he's featured on songs because he doesn't do a lot of feature verses, and he usually chooses good songs and good artists, and he's actually rapping, which I prefer his rapping to his singing, so... I would like to go with her song, Sunshine. Like I have a choice. Oh, I asked you who you wanted it to be, and you threw it back on me. No, I said Lotto. I know you did that, and I said, okay, great, can I choose this song? Yeah. So it was a collaborative collaborative <laughs> process. So this is the song, Sunshine by Lotto, featuring Lil Wayne and Childish Gambino from her new album, 777. So all the ways to get in contact with her ass is Facebook and Instagram.com slash live at 605. Follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malenkamp. I'm Val Gomez 23. On what? Instagram and Twitter. And TikTok, maybe. <laughs> so until next season, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy. Let's get the laundry. Sunshine on me. Sunshine on me. I just let the sunshine on me. Sunshine on me. I just let the sunshine on me. Sunshine on me. I just let the sunshine on me. Yeah, yeah. I'ma cut up, bring out DBVs, light the sun up, these niggas Stevie, to the come up, we ain't got my bread up, let them wonder, if I ain't do nothing, I kept it 100, it's lot of for real, I ain't never done front, they do what they can, bitch, I do what I want, it. trim me they pockets, I told them to run, it. sunshine on me, every time I leave the crib, I got it on me, got it out the mud, I did it by my lonely, pop my shit down, being low key, sunshine on me, I ain't giving any hang, bitch, you no peace, fuck a two cent, you can get a two piece, if I step back, hit you with the two, two, three, pray for my enemies, Thought I need clarity They ain't got empathy from me, they stab me They use my couch when they needed the therapy Took what they needed but never took care of me They saw a dollar sign, treat me like currency Kill out they hopes and dreams if they won't murder me Sunshine on me Sunshine on me I just let the sunshine on me Sunshine on me I just let the sunshine on me Sunshine on me I just let the sunshine on me, yeah, yeah Pray that they pull up Wish they would on if he ain't my slime He a booger, I ain't gon' joke him I'ma cook him, sunshine on me Dabbing booker, them niggas with you They just look cause they ain't finna shoot I'ma swish him, your bitch think I'm cute I'ma jigger, she trackin' me sugar I'ma mush her, big be lil' nigga Build big be lil' nigga, smoke big tree lil' nigga We too loud to ig me lil' nigga This ciggy get jiggy with niggas Don't make me with smith me a nigga I just told him, I do you want in my side ho I will put you out ho, you must think you lotto I'm all you got ho, you know I'm the guy ho The god of the sun and the light like Apollo Tunch. Pray for my enemies Thought I need clarity They ain't got empathy from me They stab me They use my couch when they needed the therapy Took what they needed but never took care of me They saw a dollar sign Treat me like currency Kill out they hopes and dreams If they won't murder me I slide off a gummy, I heard I got money, but still dressin' bummy I'm sweeter than honey, I'm sweeter than rapping. Like, what the fuck happened? Came back and he snapping, came back with a passion These niggas was capping, they talking on me hmm. I bought a nine when that COVID hit 
She said my Gucci don't go with it Try and be happy, get money to model My girl hit the lotto, my sons are mulatto My sons are all healthy, and shit you can tell me I'm hotter than Nelly, they say that I'm smelly And never smell wealthy, I think Y'all got mad like a sink Skated, you not in the ring Pray for my enemies, thought I need clarity They ain't got empathy from me, they stare me They use my couch when they needed the therapy Took what they needed, but never took care of me They saw a dollar sign, treat me like currency Kill all their hopes and dreams if they won't murder me Sunshine on me, sunshine on me I just let the sun shine on me. Sun shine on me. I just let the sun shine on me. Sun shine on me. I just let the sun shine on me. Yeah, yeah. Bitch, I'm the golden child. John Mallon and Val Gomez.